Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen on Italian Wine Podcast. Today I'm delighted to begin a new mini-series that highlights the winners of the prestigious five-star Wines and Wines Without Walls competition that took place earlier this year. Over the course of two long days, and they were long days because I was there at the end of March and early April, uh, actually just before Vinitali, more than 2,200 wines were tasted by an international jury of wine professionals, including Italian winemakers, enologists, wine consultants, and uh, international uh, journalists and professionals who all have our own different points of view. So we were all tasting and scoring this incredible array, and the wines that scored more than 90 points were both awarded certificates and also will be included in the Five Star Wines and Wine Without Walls 2023 book. While the very best wines in each category were singled out for special awards, so today it's my great pleasure to welcome my guest, José Rallo, owner, the CEO of the Donna Fugata Winery in Sicily, whose wine, Ben Raie, Passito di Pentelleria, won the Best Sweet Wine Award. Congratulations, José, and thank you very much for being my guest. How are you today? Yes, I'm here. Very fine. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be with you. Uh, and you're in Marsala, in the historic uh, headquarters of the Dona Fugata Winery. Exactly. My family started in, uh, in 1851, and uh, we are now, um, we have renovated the cellars, and we are now here, like uh, headquarters of our Dona Fugata Winery. I know that the Dona Fugata Winery is one of the most iconic wine estates in Sicily, and the Rallo family, your family, uh, is really considered one of the pioneering companies that helped to put quality wines of Sicily very much on the world wine map. And yet it's still a very much a family winery with strong family values. Can you tell us something of the Rallo family story and the history of the Dona Fugata winery? 
Yes, of course. Thank you very much for your words. Donna Fugata Winery was founded in 1983, so nearly 40 years ago. The project was to renovate totally the style of Sicilian uh, wine and the perception of Sicilian wine uh, in Italy and around the world. My mother Gabriella and my father Giacomo were a um, beautiful couple. They were in love and they were passionate so their energy was uh, right what it was necessary to do this great project. My mother inherited a vineyard in the center of western Sicily in a region called Contessa Entellina and there she started uh, cultivating vineyards and also making a lot of experimentation. First of all with the international grape varieties and then little by little also using the native grapes. Today, Sicily is very important for the biodiversity. We have uh, uh, 70 native grapes, typically Sicilian, so we have the opportunity of producing wines very different one from the other, and uh, we also have uh, grapes that we can use in the future. So we can also hope that uh, something new is coming in the years, uh, in the next year. Okay, well, that's a, a beautiful story about how your parents uh, really wanted to revalue Sicily and its wine culture, this wine culture that goes back 2,000 years. And indeed, I think from the outset, wine, culture, and the arts have been very much at the heart of Donna Fugata. Yes, very, very much because uh, Gabriella, my mother, was uh, uh, not only fond of viticulture, but also of uh, art. She was very creative and she launched the idea of um, using artistic labels for our wines. She found a very special person, Stefano Vitale, an illustrator. He was uh, illustrating books for children and she found that that his designs were perfect to realize, to produce artistic labels for our wines. And so she is briefing the artist every time we produce a new wine and we are sending him some samples of the wine so that he can learn about the personality of the wine and then he will design a woman that will be the main visual of our of our label. We have a collection of 30 different uh, artistic labels since the last uh, 30 years uh, we have been working together. So it's uh, really a great, great uh, dialogue between art and wine that we have been uh, approaching uh, along these years. Wow, 30 years of collaboration. It's a beautiful collaboration. I really love the labels because they have such a vibrancy. They have the colors of Sicily in them and they have this vibrancy that I think is also reflected in the wines. They're quite different and unusual for wine labels with so much, you know, the illustrations and these beautiful colors. And so I think it's a, a wonderful collaboration. Now, of course, the name of the estate, Donna Fugata, the name of the country estate of the noble aristocratic family of the Prince of Salina at the time of Risorgimento in Giuseppe Tomasi di Lampedusa's famous novel, The Leopard. How did the name of the estate come to be? Why did your, uh, your parents decide to name the estate Donna Fugata? 
Well, it was a great challenge because they studied a lot of different opportunities for this name. And my mother thought about, uh, you know, something that was uh, very important for Sicilian image, the novel of Tomasi di Lampedusa, The Leopard. It was very famous and we discovered that it is the most translated Italian novel around the world. So very famous, the story of the novel. Novel. And uh, in this novel, we have uh, um, a special uh, estate, which is called Donna Fugata Estate. And uh, in the estate, at Donna Fugata Palace. In this palace, uh, we can find some of the most important scenes of the, of the novel. And it was called Donna Fugata Palace because uh, a queen took refuge in this palace. Uh, and it is a real historic person. Um, and so my mother liked very much the name because of the, this reason, because it was a positive image of Sicily. But uh, I like to think also something else about our name, because Donna Fugata means escaping woman. And this woman, in my mind, is also my mother, who was an English teacher when she inherited the vineyards, and she decided to change completely her life and become a viticulturist. And so for me, escaping woman is my mother looking forward, always ready for new challenges. Okay, that's a, that's a beautiful story, both linking it to this great Sicilian novel and, and as well to your mother's own story and how she created this estate together with your father. To me as well, the name is also brings to mind what you're doing with your wines in combining tradition, the tradition of, of Sicily as, in, as the Prince of Selina, but also at this, this time in Italy of risorgimento, of new traditions coming in. And that is sort of reflected in your wine Tancredi to me, because Tancredi is both modern looking ahead, but also has its foot in the tradition. And you do that with your wines, don't you? Yes, of course. We uh, we are traditional because we we try to be very much uh, related to the territory, to what is it is typical of our soils, of our native grapes. But we are also innovative because uh, my father Giacomo brought uh, the uh, cold technology from uh, uh, California to Sicily. And so in the 80s, uh, it was uh, really new to ferment uh, the must uh, under controlled temperature. And this was really uh, important to change the style of the wines. We uh, obtained wines that are very much fruity, with a big freshness, uh, with a great uh, aromatic potential. And uh, this was uh, uh, thanks to the cold technologies. And cold technologies are also very important when we refine the wines, uh, either in the tanks or either in, uh, in the barrique or when they are bottled. So uh, in, a, in, a, in a region which is quite a warm region like Sicily, cold technology can help uh, very much um, maintaining quality and uh, enhancing the quality of the wines. Uh, of course, I must say uh, something else, that we use energy, we consume, consume energy to, um, to control the temperature of our cellars, of our tanks, but we produce also clean energy to um, 
balance uh, the consumption of uh, energy. So since uh, 30 years, we started producing clean energy with a solar power plant. Okay. Well, that's actually very important in the history of modern Sicilian wines, the renaissance of wines, how your father and other pioneering winemakers in Sicily began to harness modern technology to really change the, the style and character and potential of wines from Sicily, particularly perhaps in Western Sicily, where you are now, where we have the traditional Marsalas, the oxidative style wines, where the heat and that uh, cold fermentation is not so necessary. So it really was a revolution in wine. Now, you've mentioned Contessa Entelina and that you're in Marsala and you have an estate in Vittoria as well as in Etna. But I'd like now to focus on a very special place, an estate that is the source of Ben Rae, the special sweet wine that won this prestigious five-star Best Sweet Wine Award. So, Jose, could you please take us to Pantelleria, the island, describe it, and tell us what makes it such a special place to visit, as well as such a special place to grow grapes and make wine? Well, it's a pleasure for me. Pantelleria is really a very, very special place. Nobody can figure uh, how how it is this place until you get there. It's a volcanic island between Sicily and Africa. Uh, in terms of climate, probably is more African than European or Sicilian. It's very dry, very few water, rain. It's very, very windy. And these two specific characters of the climate guide the farmers to a specific uh, type of uh, uh, vineyards. We need to cultivate the grapes in a bush form. So very, very with branches that develop horizontally compared to the soil. And uh, around the plant, you can see uh, like a hole. And in this hole, we try to collect the uh, humidity of the night. And this is the only water that can help the vine to survive. And these small vines are called the alberello. Alberello, typical of Pantelleria. They are UNESCO heritage, and this is very uh, important for us. And they are cultivated in terraces because uh, there is a mountain in the center of the island. And so most of the vineyards are in a steep slope. So the terraces and the small bush wines are obliged us to a lot of labor for cultivating the vineyards. Just think that we need four times human labor cultivating the vineyards in Pantelleria compared to a regular quality vineyard in Sicily. So it's really, really expensive. And it is also very important to motivate the people that are working uh, with us. But they know that they are working for Ben Rie production. So they know that they are working for a very unique and very special wine like our Pasito di Pantelleria. Okay, so you've painted a beautiful picture of this harsh, harsh volcanic island and uh, the heat 
and the wind and this UNESCO-cited uh, unique form of viticulture that I suppose has been carried out in this traditional way for generations and centuries and maybe even millennia, this um, growing of the vines in pits by the alberello and that intense labor that it takes to to cultivate the vines compared to anywhere else. And a particular vine, the zibibbo. Tell us about this. Italian Wine Podcast. If you think you love wine as much as we do, then give us a like and a follow anywhere you get your pods. Well, uh, the Zibibo, uh, it's a type of Muscat grape. So it is um, a very special grape that uh, we cultivate on this uh, uh, volcanic soils. Because of this combination, special grape and special soils, we have a very, very special must from these grapes. The Zibibo is a, is a grape with thick skin that it is perfect to dry. So if we are, we want to produce our Passito di Pantelleria, we harvest the best grapes, the most ripened grapes at mid of August, and we lay them on the sun in the wind of the island. It takes about 20 to 25 days to dry the grapes at the right point, at the point that we need to uh, there to be. And at the end of August, we have a second harvest, and we collect the grapes that will be pressed to obtain the fresh must to the raisins and we need to distend the raisins by hand. That means berry after berry we distem the raisins and these berries are plunged into, into the must during fermentation. So we have a fermentation which is a, a little bit like a red wine, uh, also a maceration. And this fermentation lasts at least 30 to 40 days. So as I told you, and you can understand, the production process is very complicated, is very long, is very delicate. And I must say that this production process is a combination of traditional and uh, innovative uh, uh, rules. And it has been uh, invented by Donna Fugata and especially by my father Giacomo. Okay, so this is this is very interesting that the pasito, the uva pasita, this drying of the early harvested zibibo, and then that careful destemming, those grapes, uh, the dried grapes, are then added to fresh must, and the fermentation carries on uh, with the with a rimontaggio or a capello sommerso to keep the skins underneath the must. Exactly, exactly. We need to keep the skins inside the must for a certain amount of time. Then when we think that the raisins have um, given all the sugars and so all the aromas and all the acids, we take away the raisins and we put another quantity of raisins. And this will be for three times. Okay. Three different times you add the uva pasita. 
Exactly. Three times the two. And the amount in the end is 70 kilos of dried grapes added into 100 kilos of must. And uh, the total is for, that we need four kilos of uh, uh, grapes to produce one liter of pasito di pantelleria. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So huge concentration and an absolutely exquisite wine that results this this gorgeous dessert wine that still it's sweet certainly but it has such complexity of flavors and aromas and i think an acidity that remains in the wine that that keeps it very very fresh Exactly. What is really distinctive uh, is the acidity. It's very difficult to guess how much sugar uh, there is in the wine because the acidity is really uh, a lot and it makes it very tricky. This wine is perfect as a dessert wine, as you said before, but it's also wine for uh, salted dishes. I like very much with foie gras, for instance, or uh, blue cheeses like Roquefort, like Gorgonzola, seasoned cheeses. Oh, how interesting. I wouldn't have thought of trying that with the strong cheeses, the Pecorino cheeses of Sicily. Yes, yes, the pecorino, or I don't know if you know the cacio cavallo, the cheese made in the eastern part of Sicily. Okay. Now, while we're on Pantelleria and while we're talking about food, are there any particular dishes that are unique to Pantelleria, not that would be paired with Ben Rae, but perhaps with some of your other Dono Fugato wines, something that dishes that anybody who visits Pantelleria or indeed that western part of Sicily should make sure and sample? Uh, something very typical is called uh, the Chaki Chuka. It's a kind of um, uh, mix of uh, vegetables like uh, peppers, aubergines, uh, celery, capers. Uh, it's cooked in the oven and uh, onions. Uh, and, and many times they put also uh, bread crumble uh, all over. No? And this is Chaki Chuka. Uh, so... Oh, I've not heard of that. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it's like a side side dish. Right. And and um, as for dessert, one very typical dessert of Pantelleria Island is the bacio pantesco. It's um, like a, a, um, two biscuits. Uh, inside the two biscuits, you, you find ricotta cheese, fresh ricotta cheese, um, seasoned with uh, sugar and um, um, lemon uh, skin, you know? Oh, okay. Yes, yes. The lemon rind. Yes. Yes. Oh, that sounds delicious too. Then there is fish, of course. It's an island, so you can find uh, swordfish, for instance. Uh, they can uh, they can cook it in the oven uh, with capers always, uh, ciliegino, the small round uh, tomato. Uh, this is also very, very, very nice fish. It is always fresh. Yes, wonderful. Now, finally, uh, Jose, can you tell us about wine hospitality with Donna Fugata? Our listeners who are located around the world often like to visit the places they hear about and taste the wines at the source. What are the opportunities for visiting your 
estates, perhaps in Pantelleria, but mainly I'm thinking on the mainland of Sicily. Well, we are opened in all our wineries, so from Marsala to Etna, Vittoria. We are open all the year round. Is it possible to visit the winery and to choose among different uh, tastings with or without uh, food pairings with typical products of the territories? Then we have Pantelleria and Conte Sentellina, our main estate in the middle of Western Sicily, uh, where is it possible to go from May till September, so in the high season. And also there, is it possible to visit the vineyards and to uh, taste the typical products uh, matched with our wines? Okay, well, we've talked about a little bit about your wines, but Dona Fugata produces very impressive range of wines from these various estates, and I urge our listeners to seek them out. Notice these beautiful, vibrant, colorful labels and to taste the wines because they are really, really special, and especially this best sweet wine, the Ben Rey, that we've been talking about. Jose, thank you very much. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you this morning, learning about the Rallo family and the Dona Fugata Winery. Congratulations once more for winning this prestigious Five Star Wines Award for the best sweet wine. And uh, grazie e arrivederci. Grazie mille. Thank you so much. And enjoy wine. Enjoy Dona Fugata wine. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Please remember to like, share and subscribe right here or wherever you get your pods. Likewise, you can visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Until next time, chin chin.